0: We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What is up, Insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind... I'm Cameron.
1: And I'm Matt. and We're back for another great show.
0: And just at the top of the show, I wanted to remind everyone wow. that you can listen to the show on Podbean, Stitcher, Google P- Podcast. I always fuck up the Google name because it's, it's either Google Play, Google Podcast. iTunes. iTunes, Stitcher. Spotify. 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 Which That's is, the new one. So now when you're done, like you and your girlfriend are having sex listening to Miguel, you can... Finish and then have pillow talk and listen to and listen, listen to, to our, our
1: show, our latest episode.
0: <laughs> switch it from the switch it from the raw you, dog you could have the, the running to the
1: theme in the last a little segment of Cameron smacking it off on a window sill of a window.
0: That's what I'm saying. Episode
1: yeah. fifty one.
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> well, well but, we're going to jump right in because yeah. this was a big week. This was the. All international San Diego Comic Con. The Comic Con of all Comic Cons.
0: And we've had varied opinions on Comic Cons in the past. Lately, right? yeah,
1: because you know what? A I've couple talked of the big sh- ones.
0: I've talked shit on cons. You've defended cons. I came back and defended cons. And then and I shit, shit on And then cons. I shit on them. Yeah,
1: exactly. But you know what? All in all. I definitely would let to go one day and that's the big thing. But there's just so much information flowing out of them. And they still didn't have – Disney basically didn't show up. Marvel basically didn't show up. I mean some of their subsidiaries did but nothing major. But And, and then on top of that, it's a time when everybody starts throwing every fucking story they have out against the goddamn wall.
0: And here's what I'll say. I know Disney and Marvel didn't show up in force, and I think this was, forced, yeah. it was much to their detriment because DC ran away ran with Ran away. Ran away with I mean, with they it.
1: just took it all.
0: It's kind of a misstep, it feels like, because it was like, oh, where's Feige and the boys yep. pulling out the hottest trailer? And they always thought they would be fine, but it, feel, it felt like the opinions you were seeing online – uh, people are kind of turning back in favor of DC. People are starting to forget Justice League. Oh yeah. Thanks now to, now thanks it's just going to be a PTSD nightmare you have every once in a James
1: while. Thanks to James Wan. He broke with the Aquaman trailer and the Aquaman movie and people went fucking nuts over it. The trailer, if you haven't what seen it trailer? looks fantastic. It looks like they're going to have a fucking hit on them. Are there Aquaman's.
0: any particulars? That you saw that you want to stress?
1: Well, uh, what I want to stress is Aquaman was basically a pussy when I was a kid. He was a guy in an orange suit. Uh, that uh, everybody made fun of. He had the of.
0: dumbass hook hand. Oh, uh, it was just terrible. He the, See, my
1: guy didn't even have a hook hand. I would have thought that was pretty cool. He the just, hook
0: hand was probably even before I you mean, then because that was the first iteration, right? Oh, yeah,
1: but it, it, they didn't want to do a hook hand when I was a kid because it was too graphic. And, he, and they, we're talking the 70s, so the Saturday morning cartoons were you know sacred. You didn't want to do something like that and have somebody that disfigured on cartoons in the morning. I mean, the baddest yeah, thing... not
0: those gimps. Get uh, them off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just—we just had the conversation before the show to please tone it down a little. Forget about it, folks. It's just yeah, not going to happen with Cameron. But um, and, and you know, the biggest thing he did was like riding dolphins.
0: You know, it was like and talking to to whales. It was just lame. Many DC writers have talked about kind of the evolution of Aquaman because it's a character who's had such a different past. Where in the comics, he went through these periods of where people thought he was decently cool yeah to being the laughing stock and heading into the early like the, the the 2000s when i was a kid he was the laughing stock he, he was, was the running until joke. we saw until we saw a fucking the come flashpoint, on, flashpoint, paradox.
1: flashpoint paradox that's right and that's
0: kind of when writers around that same time that the anime movie came out for the flashpoint an paradox an
1: unbelievable a
0: lot movie. of writers started to write aquaman as this tougher character Absolutely, and they started to strengthen his powers.
1: King of the ocean of the seas, three fourths of the earth, and he ruled it with an iron hook, basically. An iron hook, yeah. And it's a great story if you haven't seen Flashpoint Paradox. And it looks like they'll finally do uh, uh, some justice. To the character, uh, James Wan was a huge fan of it. If you haven't had a chance to watch his interview with Kevin Smith on IMDb, boat, uh, it's on our Twitter feed. You can check it out. Uh, it's really interesting. He actually does a narration of the trailer, which is pretty fantastic. Guy's really talented. This is a guy who does, who who did uh, short stories, and then he he wrote and directed short films. Broke into the biz door in horror movies, and they gave him the keys to a two hundred million dollar picture. Uh, and, and with uh, relative unknown, uh, uh, what's the actor's name? Jason
0: um, Momoa. Jason
1: Momoa. He hasn't really done too much before this, to be honest. Cal with you. Drogo. Yes, from Game of Thrones. That, Did I get that, it right? Yeah. Wow, that was a good one. First but off.
0: um, yeah, it's so. I hard. forgot he was in that actually. Because anytime I think of like an Aquaman movie, I think of Entourage.
1: Yeah, because so. Vinny Chase's big movie, yeah, with James where he Cameron. Made
0: all his money was James Cameron's James Aquaman. James Cameron. Aquaman. He had
1: to practice shooting in and, and everything. And yeah, they, actually, I forgot about that. That's and true. And they thought
0: it was going to make no money. It was the highest grossing film of all time. All
1: time. Man. And here's the scary part there was a lot of talk of an Aquaman movie going on because they were talking about it in that show. That show was huge at one time.
0: Oh, dude. I, I, can't, I saw it a decade late. Yeah, And you I did. still thought it was an amazing show. It's
1: a great seven seasons. It really, really is. The last... The movie was a shit show. Don't watch the movie. But oh, yeah. the actual seasons were fantastic.
0: But um, the Aquaman movie, I was watching the trailer. And there were some key things that I wanted to touch Manta? on. Manta? Well, yeah. Black black Manta, of fantastic. course. I think they got a great casting with this Yaya B. Muhammad II. Which is a mouthful, so they just call him Yaya. Dude, he looks amazing as Black Manta. There were some pics uh, released of him in his lab working on the suit. Right, There were some GIFs of that and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. What (laughs) a great casting for Black Manta. And not only that, but I think they're trying to make Aquaman kind of the Black Panther of the DC uh, universe because they're showing Atlantis as this developed, like, super city. super city under the ocean. That's true. Oh, you have these um, sophisticated submarines and everyone – like the they had like these crazy elevators with tubes working yeah. underwater, which I don't know. Any engineering majors, you can just describe I, and, the schematics for like an underwater elevator. And
1: they made the, the seahorses yep. fantastic. They're not like these lame things that we all have seen, you know, next to the sea monkeys. Yeah. But no, they made it pretty good.
0: I want a mermaid man and barnacle boy. Cameo. Oh, uh, that would be so funny. From if fucking. They have
1: a cartoon <laughs> comic book from SpongeBob on the shelf. But yeah, you got Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Nicole Kidman plays the queen. But do you think they're Randall gonna... Park, mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson. I'm just running through it real quick. Dolph Lundgren actually comes back. William Defoe. Uh, I can't say his name. Desmond Hass. Hasnus, can't say his name very much, <laughs> oh, brutalized, him. brutalized him, but uh, tons of stars. I mean, it is just going to be off the hook. The trailer actually looks fantastic. I loved it.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And watching it, I was actually shocked with how m- the scale of the film. It looks like they spared no expense and it kind of no. w- it worries me. And gets me excited. Oh at the yeah, same right. Time. Are they gonna
1: make any fucking money? Because
0: it's like Wonder Woman. One of the great things they did was they kept the budget relatively low. Exactly. So that when they had great success with it, it was like, oh my god, we blew the fucking gates off. Right. Where it was kind of like the same thing with the first Deadpool movie. A lot of people. It was sixty million to make the first Deadpool Deadpool movie.
1: Actually, I think it was less. I think it was around fifty. Which by well, it's brilliant to which do by that.
0: superhero standards is a shred bear.
1: As shredbare, oh, well, here's the budget. I just found it. It's 160 million dollars they spent on this movie. And to be honest with you, the trailer makes it look like it's twice that. I mean, I it, know, really, it really, really does. It looks like they sensational. weren't full out on every bit of the special effects.
0: But there's so many questions like what characters are going to show up in this movie? Are we going to have uh, something faithful to the comics? Because more and more, when I started uh, listening to some of the comic loyalists. I am a huge fan of comic book characters, but I don't know, like, the mythos of every single character. Oh, neither do I. And every single issue. And listening to these guys recently, um, when I was watching um, the this uh, comic book, like, analyst, if you will, like, right. the K-Wing on YouTube, a lot of people might know him. He basically is, a, like, a Batman aficionado. He went all in. And he – yeah, and he was just discussing about, like, different periods in the comics and how it's significant to the character – and it just, I don't know it that well. When he was talking about the Aquaman trailer, I was just kind of like, wow. There's so many things that I've seen from the movies and the cartoons early on that I might want to see in an Aquaman movie. Yeah, and we've introduced all these characters in the Justice League. Are they going to show up at all? Well, uh, the rumor is
1: they reference just about everybody from the Justice League is referenced in this movie at one point or
0: another. But we remember that's also what they said about BVS. Yeah. And we remember how they were referenced on a fucking computer It was file. just
1: terrible. It was just terrible. They didn't do a good job. I think I think, uh, James Wan will do a much better job. You know him from doing uh, Saw in 2004. He did Dead Silence, another great movie, Death oh, Sentence. Yeah. He did the original Insidious. He did The Conjuring. Um, Fast and the Furious Seven, The Conjuring Two, and now I Aquaman. mean, we
0: we are huge fans of Wonder huge fan because of what he did for horror movies. Yeah,
1: resurrected him basically.
0: I had no idea he did Saw too. Wait, yeah. this guy's two thousand and
1: four. He's been all over the place. This guy has got an impec- I impeccable. I just know from The
0: Conjuring first and Insidious and all of those, and he was the uh, one of the executive producers on Sinister, one of my personal favorite horror movies. Yeah,
1: fantastic.
0: But just just hearing that. I'm I'm happy that horror guys are getting more purchased to do more in Hollywood. Their movies are
1: killing it. If you're if you're directing a movie and the budget's limited and you're bringing in a ton of cash. They're going to keep turning to these guys. That's what we've said before, that the horror directors actually need their own topic for, for an Oscar. There should be an, uh, their own section in the Oscar in the Academy Awards for horror. Either directing, writing, screenplay, something. They should break it up because they got drama. they got comedy. What the fuck? Give horror their own
0: chance. And because I think a lot of people think it's easy to make a good horror movie because yeah. you you can strategically plan jump scares which are and total get shit everyone, shares. even in terrible movies. Yes. You can get those. And I think that lends people to believe that it's easy to make a good horror movie. Well, when we just rewatched VHS recently. Yeah,
1: it didn't play well after the first a VHS, of time. It's
0: okay. You can tell why it was a cult classic. But at the same time All you're right. like, This is not what it's, you would call it's dated.
1: But you know what? The premise was still sound. It had at least three out of the six stories.
0: But I'm saying – We're good. It's not a good film compared to The Godfather, The Departed. No. It's but 1996 saying, though. But I'm saying there are horror movies that are starting to do that and have shown that oh, they that can are Yes. I would it, totally agree with that. It – yeah. Um, a Quiet Place. Yes. Get Out. Like these movies are starting to show like, wow, like that's a really yeah. good fucking movie.
1: Yeah. They, they are in the same class with some of the great directors and the great movies that, they're, that are winning Oscars.
0: So we're excited. We're going to bring our floaties to the theaters. Yeah.
1: December 21st. It's going to air uh, this year. So you're going to be able to see it and it's going to be out for Christmas and hopefully it'll kill it.
0: You know me. I'm a DC guy. So I, I feel compelled to see every single one of their movies in theaters. And I haven't broken it yet. I have yet to uh, yet to miss a DC theater a movie when it's in the theaters. Even Suicide Squad, which everyone told us we were crazy. Remember, we saw IMAX. Yeah.
1: I, I thought it was great.
0: I thought it, okay,
1: in the uh, theaters, uh, in the theaters. I like this. The, the soundtrack was good. Soundtrack I did say was great. Dope. No, I did say it's going to say great. No, it wasn't great. It, it was not a shit great. show. I thought I like the soundtrack. It was fun. I, I haven't plus, watched it again, Plus, though.
0: no one can watch Will Smith and be like, this guy I was sucks. staring at Aquaman's
1: screen. I'm sorry. I take <laughs> it back. I take it back right away. <laughs> That'll make us jump over to our next one that we're talking about right now. The next biggest trailer that dropped was also from DC, owning the fucking con, is Shazam.
0: Shazam. This was by far my favorite trailer. Didn't the trailer... Of, f- better, of better than Aquaman. How did you do that? Of the con. Dude, because Shazam, I feel like, is such a character. I know him as Captain Marvel before yes. the lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> and No, it's true. A lot of people don't know that story.
0: So he's my... Uh, oh, do you want me to yes, give Yes, give him a little bit. So there is a Marvel character that was created in the comics, Captain yep. Marvel. It's a female, female character that has no relation to the DC yeah. um, and you're going to see it coming up. Called Captain Marvel, yep. who gets his powers from the wizard Solomon, right? Yep. So they actually did a branding shift... After the Marvel sued them, right, for the IP, so they changed it to Shazam, which was always Captain Marvel's wo- word of power anyway. Exactly to change into the character, so it just seemed more fitting to call him Shazam.
1: I I don't know, man. I just it and was holy fantastic. shit,
0: Zachary Levi. The children looked at these child actors. Where are they getting these? Kids? I don't know, man. Stranger Things. It.
1: I don't know. They. I mean, the two kids that played the main two characters, Billy. Billy Badson, Badson, and, and his, his adopted brother, I guess you want to call him. The Cripple Boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny in the trailer where he goes, well, you got to be careful around here. Things get very dark at night. And, and then he was like, oh, I'm just messing with you. It was the best part of that. And then he takes the guy's own crutch and kicks the shit out of two bullies in the
0: trailer. It was just great. I think that this – it has potential. Like Wonder Woman had potential, right? When it comes out, it's like, okay, now you kind of see like GC's understanding what goes into like a complete comic book film. They're not trying to do something that's drastically different.
1: No, do like one-offs. A, do one-offs.
0: I felt like they were trying to synthesize uh, themes from like Watchmen and themes from mar- Marvel movies into one movie. That where or they d- trying
1: to copy like a, what Marvel's doing.
0: Where you had comic, co- com- uh, comedic tones yeah. mixed in with dark – action and it was just so like jarring now and that's why a lot of people didn't like the vibe of justice league because it's like dude is this is a comedy yeah was but at dark. the same time the world dark the world's ending and everyone was just like
1: and i gotta tell you after watching Destiny. the sazam trailer it was light it was going, it was funny uh the the superhero uh played by Zachary Lo- zach levi. Le- levi he was fantastic uh, someone who uh, embraces his powers. Like we're used to seeing DC characters now as, oh, I'm burdened with this responsibility. responsibility. yeah, It weighs heavy on my soul. Where this fucking dude, Shazam. is
0: constantly ending. Shazam was just it. trying
1: to find out, can I fucking fly? I can punch through walls. This is fucking great. I'm having the best time of my life. It's refreshing to see somebody actually have fun. And that's what I'm really looking forward to about this movie. If, if you don't know Zachary Levy, he played in a TV show called Chuck.
0: Yeah, where he was a member of the Nerd Squad. Yes. Who becomes a CIA operative. Unknown, and he bumps
1: into it and falls into the role of being a CIA operative. Very good show. It was on for like five or six years. Bulked up for this role. Very good actor. Was totally into it. And
0: you know what? I, I th- I'm really looking forward to this. I think they're two for two on this. I think so I think that a lot of their a lot of their new stuff seems to be going in the right direction. I know it they does. had creative director changes and it seems like they did a tonal shift that I think is really gonna pay off
1: Well they, they, they actually went with a, another horror director who uh, this is going to be I just had his, hand, his name in front of me David F Sandberg you know him he's a Swedish filmmaker he did short films of course to break in and guess what he did lights out. Oh, my God. Yes, that was a good movie. Great movie. At the same time, he also directed uh, Annabelle in Annabelle Creation from The Conjuring series. Which
0: we said was uh – a. It was a kind of a storyless film, but it had great set pieces.
1: I think so. It was the it was actually the origin movie of the doll. Yeah, uh, of the little girl who gets hit by the car. It didn't have the best story though. You know, what I I'm loved saying? it. I, I, we we
0: did a review of this, and we no, all, I liked
1: it. You're thinking of no, Annabelle no, no. creation. No, you're thinking of the other one, the Annabelle where uh, the the daughter is across and the. Uh, uh, they're in the house next door. You're thinking of
0: a total different. One. Oh, okay. No, I'm I like thinking this of movie. Annabelle creation. No, I like when movie. it was all the orphan. Yes, girls. in the house. I liked it. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, in the review we talked about that though, where they were amazing, like horror set pieces. Yeah, like the toy scene and I liked the it. staircase, but. The grand story of the movie was just like, oh yeah, there's a haunted doll and stuff happens. That's I literally it. The, that's literally the plot. I'm not of the gonna movie. shit on it. I
1: really think if okay. you if you guys get a chance, you should definitely check it out. I think it's definitely worth. Or you, they could go listen to our Annabelle creation review. Review? Yeah, there's a thought. You and know, you can actually, fact
0: check Matt on his wow own
1: to see if see if I actually you know did did like it as much as I say I did.
0: I'm excited to see Shazam, but the one thing that I saw at Comic Con. ...that I was really interested about uh-huh. and I think is one of the most controversial things that DC brought to Comic-Con... was what? ...was the Titans trailer uh, for their new mini-series. Uh, it's not a mini-series. It's a, a series on their streaming the service. The streaming
1: channel. What they're doing now is they're doing like everybody else. They're doing their own streaming service. So all DC, all the time, they're going to pull all their products eventually back onto their own service. They're launching. We've talked about this on our podcast before. They've, they're doing Teen Titans, the Titans movie, live action... They're doing the Swamp thing. They're doing uh, the Batman anime series is coming back. Young Justice, that's coming back. Uh, That's four shows just to start off that they'll be streaming live. Brand new episodes of all four. But Teen Titans is the one they chose to put trailer out with the byline Fuck Batman.
0: Yeah, so the trailer shows a lot of controversial things. It shows Robin blatantly killing people. Blatantly. Like blatantly with, with his fucking Robin rangs. Yeah. Slitting people's throats yeah. and going, fuck, get out of here, Batman. Fuck Batman. So apparently, uh, when I was listening to this guy, K-Wing, kind of reacting to the trailer, he's a comic guy. There is a storyline of Robin, right? When Jason Todd is brought in and Dick Grayson's out of his own. For there was a comic book period where both of them had the moniker of Robin. When one was Dick Grayson and he went kind of rogue from Batman, he was kicked out and Jason Todd was brought in.
1: Yeah, but Grayson's the one who's actually the teen Titan who turns into That's what that's what I'm I'm sorry, I, I just want to make sure I'm on the right page with yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they're taking this one comic book adaptation of Dick Grayson, He right. goes rogue from Batman, Batman kicks him out, brings in Jason Todd in his stead, and says, You're you're no longer Robin. But he keeps the Robin mantle. And he right. goes across the, the, the side of the world, right? Right. But in this series, he goes instead to the Teen Titans headquarters.
1: Exactly. And joins them.
0: And joins them and gathers with them. And it looks like the way they're doing it, they're not doing the giant T-Tower and having a Teen Titans no. HQ. It's more that they're going to be thrown together. Yes. and he runs into Raven and from there they meet Starfire,
1: Raven, Starfire, Beast Boy, those are the characters that they are highlighting on the series.
0: I have not seen I don't think they're doing any Cyborg. Which uh, is no a bit Cyborg
1: right now, evidently he will come in later on. That's what it's saying. Also, uh you if you are aware of the CW, you do know the name Greg Berlanti and Jeff Johns. These are the two masterminds behind the CW network. We both have favorite shows on that network presently and they were actually brought in to actually keep this going
0: now here's what I'll say I think that the CW does a lot of awesome stuff right some of it shit some of it some of it is not so great no but I will say I'm a little worried about Titans here's the thing
1: Whoa, really? I think
0: that it looks super interesting it looks super cool but it there's so many questions is it connected to the DCEU is it a standalone universe is they bringing in are there cameos because it is robin right in the teen titans show that was on originally there were some batman cameos and that's when i think it would be really cool to see batman interact but i highly doubt they're going to be ba- any batman cameos at most it's probably going to be robin on a telephone and bruce oh, on you the really other think end so. which that kind of bums me out and Why? that's the thing that i've always kind of thought was missing from the titans was more tie-ins from the the bigger superheroes
1: well they still don't have a a projection date when it's going to get launched they're still saying 2018
0: but that's what made young justice the animated show so cool was that you had this group of young heroes that made mistakes that failed that went on missions but also tied it into the larger heroes
1: yes and so it was like little jaunts with uh some of the major justice league characters actually dropping in from time to time
0: yeah, and that's what I thought was super cool about the show. And with who man, mentored
1: them it was Cyborg, right?
0: With uh, the Young Justice, young, young Justice. It was it was Batman who was the li- the li- li- liaison, and right. then it was Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, that's who right. Watched over them.
1: How come he doesn't have his own movie yet?
0: Uh, It's too weird of a character. It would be hard to sell to mainstream audiences. So there's this Martian. He lived on Mars until they were wiped out by the the white race of Martians that came in. And then he moved to Earth and became a black detective. (laughs) By the way, he's allergic to fire. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the only thing that can actually He has such a complicated
0: film. origin. He does.
1: And a complicated character on many different levels. So if
0: you try to start explaining it to American audiences. And the
1: only time he fell in love was in an alternate universe. That's yeah.
0: true. Yeah. that's. I remember that now. Yeah, that is a bizarre character. That's why it's hard, right? Because some of the coolest characters from comic books that you wish American audiences would get behind, they just don't. And it's really weird to me. When you see American audiences, like there's no American audience loyalty which i really think is an interesting thing like even though marvel is Wait almost a has a dogmatic following what do you mean no they,
1: american loyalty
0: and audience loyalty there is eh, really there's, so if if, there's there's a, no so if there is there's no loyalty to star wars
1: there's no loyalty to uh any dc comic there's no loyalty like to any marvel comics it's greatly waning
0: i would say it's it's there's no loyalty to the, the rock.
1: There's no loyalty to. I mean, come on, billions of dollars are being spent here, folks.
0: I think. I think you could make the argument that they're cashing in on nostalgia, but I don't think that equates to. I don't think Marvel loyalty is. brand you think, loyalty. You think Marvel's cashing in? No, on, but Marvel's made bad movies that didn't perform as well.
1: They have yet to lose money on a series, on on, on
0: a movie, on a movie. Yeah. Okay. Because they're using the Marvel brand, and here's the thing Marvel spaced out their movies so efficiently that the the, the memory the you have of the memory you have of the uh,
1: you're saying they're tracking off the last previous movie that you did yeah
0: like. and the, and the, no, if you mm. didn't like the last movie, it didn't matter because now nine months later, here's the new one, yeah, so Marvel always had the ball rolling, so when Thor One came out and people didn't really like it. They didn't have to worry because they had the next Captain America movie or they had the next Iron Man movie coming out right after that would do well. That's what I'm saying. I guess. So that when you have these bad movies now, people aren't supporting them. You've seen – We've seen DC movies not do very well. Justice League didn't come in anywhere near where their projections were supposed to be, especially for what they spent on the movie. No, you could say they there well, was the same thing happened with Star Wars. You could say there was loyalty to comic book characters, but I would hardly say there was brand loyalty that supported the film. It was more like, oh man, I love Batman, I want to go see Batman, and then they saw Justice League. And yeah, they were but like, you could ah. say that
1: the brand loyalty was actually to that that product i'm no. talking about dc comics yeah she
0: can no dc comics not the dceu that's what i'm saying well i'll say dceu they still made money yeah but it's not from loyalty that's what i'm saying they're cashing on nostalgia based on <sighs> not, brand not, loyalty not it's time. different not every time
1: because you're just saying that with a blank blanket over everything you can't do that because Nolan made it work all right and it was not just till recently that some of the movies didn't work
0: uh,
1: Batman Begins. That's different. The Dark
0: Knight. That's different.
1: Batman Dark Knight Begins rises.
0: was a good movie, right? And it was fantastic. The Dark Knight was an amazing movie. The, actually, the Joker movie, but go ahead. Okay. okay. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. All right. Anyway,
1: okay. So I'm just saying. I, I just don't think they were cashing in totally on nostalgia. You got to write good scripts. If you don't write a good script, you don't have a good product. That's what I'm go. saying.
0: That that's the whole point I was trying no, to make. No, but you're actually there saying no loyalty anymore. <sighs> right. You have to come with a we're good we're going to disagree
1: on that to some point. I st- I still think that it, you know if if it's a horror movie, we go to see horror movies sometimes even if they're not bad. Just because if you don't support them, they
0: won't make another one. We both said that on the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you're but supporting here's the thing. a genre. That's what I'm saying though. We we'll go see that movie, but we'll also say publicly that it sucks. Yeah. And dissuading people from going to see that particular movie. That's what I'm saying. You can say, oh, I'm gonna go see this movie because it's a DC movie. I want them to do well. But if it sucks, you're gonna get diminishing returns from the greater, larger American audience. Well, let's not
1: let's stay on task here. Let's just say that we liked the trailer for Akraman. December 21st is gonna be. We liked the
0: trailer for Shazam.
1: Due out April 19th, 2019.
0: And I thought that the trailer for Titans was at least Super interesting and it peaked. Absolutely. I'm definitely intrigued.
1: I'm definitely in. I'll definitely watch it. I'm
0: intrigued and I'll definitely watch the first season. I'm
1: dying to see what they're going to make the channel cost. I mean, that's what nobody's talked about. We've got no definitive drop date. We've got no cost on what the channel's going to be. And it's funny. They're using what you said there's no loyalty to a brand. They're using the biggest brand on the face of the freaking earth. Fuck Batman and Robin. And then here you go once again. We're going to see what happens. Because that- if anything proves anything, you got to remember that CBS used their brand loyalty with Star Trek to get their fucking channel going, which also dropped in Comic-Con for season two.
0: This is like what we talked about in our Marvel vs. DC episode. DC's characters are so more widely known. Than Marvel's Absolutely.
1: Characters. I'm not going to. It's just I won't, I won't now, debate that. People always
0: pretend like Marvel was this massive giant that had such well-known characters. There were a handful of Marvel characters that were larger than life. Bigger than anything else. But DC had the widespread popularity. Absolutely. There, was, there were. T- their whole ensemble cast was popular, yeah. whereas Marvel characters, it was like, oh, Spider-Man, the yeah. Hulk. Yeah, I was going
1: to say the Hulk, absolutely. Like, uh, I didn't start to like Captain America until there was a Captain America movie.
0: Yeah, he I didn't was a, like He, he like was basically me. a propaganda piece. Yeah,
1: Iron Man, I wasn't a huge fan until there was an Iron Man movie with Robert Downey Jr. And I'll be the first. Chris Evans is Captain America. There will never be another one like it, of course. But we're going to move on to now something much more important. Yes. Star Trek Discovery dropped their season trailer, oh, which you, you said made Im- me fucking lose my oh, mind. Oh, you said important? It is much more important. <laughs> It is, because now, folks, we're talking about Star Trek Season 2. If you have yet to watch Star Trek Discovery Season 1 on the CBS streaming channel, you've denied yourself pure fucking enjoyment and satisfaction beyond any jerking off. So you must go back in and start watching it as You're soon right. as possible. I'm telling you, this this was a great season. Uh, it was a great show, and they gave a new look to the Klingons. Not a lot of people were fans of it. I personally loved it. I loved the story. Uh, I loved every part about it. They used alternate dimensions. They used different timelines. They used everything you could fucking imagine to pull you in on this show.
0: Apparently, watching it is just as good. Get uh, just as good as getting polished off by ten of those shapeshifters from Deep Space Nine.
1: I'm telling you, man. Dude,
0: here's the thing, though. Are you wait a minute? Okay. Are you gonna
1: shit on this before no, I even no, no, finish no, no. my? What whole I liked tirade? about
0: Star Trek: Discovery, though. The only – like the main thing I liked about it was that it was the strictest continuity that I would seen in any Star Trek series where there was a story that was being told oh, over the whole Oh, from week week,
1: absolutely. There was just a consistent story with no sidesteps, pretty much no, no sidesteps. No one-off
0: adventures like no. the other series. Is. Uh, no,
1: yeah, because they wanted to uh, stay on a concurrent timeline to draw – everybody in because they felt if they were and this is what they were saying i'm just telling you what they were saying because they didn't want anybody to come in and try and be lost because what happens is like cameron said when you have episode john sat in the middle of nowhere you can lose viewers from week to week this way they could watch the previous week and they could jump right into the story they had great recaps at the beginning of every episode and i loved it that's
0: why i had a problem because you would always try to sell me on when I was growing up, Deep Space Nine and all these other I shows. I tried to get
1: all you guys to watch any one of the Star Trek. And
0: the problem with the Star, tr- star Trek Deep Space Nine is, is there were some episodes and some overall storylines that were going on through the whole series yes. that were super interesting. You yeah. were like, oh, I too wonder. Too many characters. Too I many wor- characters with too many stories." I wonder what's going to happen. Exactly. I wonder what's going to happen with I this totally character. I totally understand what you mean. But then over the giant story, they would take a six-episode break. Right. And they would take that block and they would do a completely unrelated story. So yeah. I was watching one episode and I was like, wait, Where what's are happening? I know. And then they're like, I know, oh, I know. that was back in season four. I know. This race has returned and, and now exactly. we have to fight him again. And you would have to draw from a reference. But
1: uh, in Discovery, they stayed with Michael Burnham the entire yeah. time, played and by Green. what's the name Green. of
0: the actress who's the lead? She's fucking phenomenal. She's actually – you want me to mispronounce it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, have I landed you in a trap? Yes, you have. Uh – <laughs> use your vows. <laughs> Sequoia Green
1: she is from The Walking Dead she got killed off on there I wouldn't believe the season before uh, mm-hmm. came in there and she took over the lead role for Star Trek Discovery it was great uh, season 2 what they're actually doing is they're trying to merge uh, this line with the original Star Trek series so what they're actually doing is and they're actually linking – and I hate to do this to you. But they're actually linking Christopher Pike from the original pilot series, of season one, episode one of Star Trek, way back when it was actually no Kirk on the bridge. It was Christopher Pike. I believe it was called uh, the, uh, the, the Mirage uh, and – Christopher Pike is actually going to link up with the discovery in the timeline, and there's going to be a whole story. And they've even actually teased that Leonard Nimoy, Spock, will be on this season. I don't know how they're doing it because unfortunately we is don't. It's going to
0: be like holographic. I know holographic Tupac. Unfortunately,
1: Leonard Nimoy is no longer with us, but I know somehow they'll bring it in somehow.
0: That reminds me of the narcissistic. Uh, you remember when we were watching Leonard Nimoy's documentary and the sun kept making for the him love about of Spock. himself? Yeah. The son, It was a cry. Watch, it dude, was a real cry. Watch it because it's so great because you learn so much about Leonard Nimoy yeah. and how he was on Mission Impossible, the TV show. Mission Impossible. He did quite a bit of stuff. He did a lot of fucking character acting. He think. did, but we never but heard of it because Spock was his 30 biggest 30 minutes of that documentary is about the son's drug addiction and how it's yes. hard to grow up the son of a star. And it's like, yeah.
1: dude. No, it's true.
0: Cry me these tears, bro. Yeah, and,
1: his, and his parents split up. And that's a whole other tragic story. I just want to stay on one thing. Watch Discovery. Watch it now. Season 2 comes out early in January of 2019. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's fantastic. Cameras looking at me like I'm, uh, I'm an idiot. With the
0: release of the most recent Star Wars movie and its lukewarm uh, acceptance, what, do you f- what brand do you feel is doing better right now with gathering I, new fans? New with fans? gathering new fans. Star Trek or Star Wars? I would still say
1: Star Trek. I'm always a fan.
0: You think they're bringing in more new fans? Though? I
1: think the problem that they need—they need another. The, the 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 problem that they left off with was Star Trek Beyond. That was a pure shit show that they left out of the theaters with with motorcycles in space. You know, that was just horrible. And if they had left off with a better foot and then went into this series, rumor is that J.J. Abrams still has one more movie on his contract with Star Trek, with uh, CBS Studios. So uh, Paramount, which means they, you know, they're always talking about one more. Um, They've also gone as far as to say, what's the guy's name from Shaun of the Dead? Uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg has actually said that multiple times that he's currently writing a script And he'll come back. Um, Everybody said they've come back. You know, Um, I I really look forward to it. And and if you're a Star Trek fan, even remotely, I can't recommend the show enough to you. And the way it's filmed, it's like a movie every time. It's filmed so well. The effects look fantastic. The characters look great. Doug Jones. I mean, Doug Jones, uh, we know him this year from uh, – Shape of Water, he actually played the fish. Uh, he's oh my done, god,
0: that fucking guy he's, he,
1: he's done a ton of characters throughout weird,
0: time. Weird, weird webbed dick.
1: Yeah, but he's done, <laughs> he's done every character known to mankind. He was in Hellboy, Star Trek, where he plays somebody on the bridge.
0: And then he helped Guillermo de Toro live out his uh, Fantas- fetishes.
1: Anyway, so <laughs> I just think this is one of the best shows out. And, and you really got to see it to see what's going on.
0: I think that's a that's a good point. I'm interested to see it. Here's the thing: I've never been huge into either Star Star Trek or Star Wars. No, you haven't. I've been kind of a in between. My love has always been for comics, but I, I'll watch it if it's on. I know you were watching a lot of Discovery, so I watched some of it. Yeah,
1: you were catching it when I was watching it, but it was it's just a pretty fantastic, fantastic show.
0: It's interesting, uh, like like you touched on earlier, though. What are the prices going to be of these streaming services?
1: I'm very interested. You know, right now, uh, it's gone as far uh, as everybody trying to try a channel that early this week, just before Comic Con started. Uh, Walmart has announced that they're going to start a streaming service. Haven't decided whether it's going to be advertised based meaning it'll be free to the consumer you and I, and the advertisers on it will pay for the price, pay for the service, and we'll just watch it with commercials. Or like YouTube, like YouTube, or we'll pay. No, YouTube is a, a well, no
0: YouTube, and the fact that oh, okay. it's you, they make their money based off of ads. Yes. There's no cost for watching YouTube. No,
1: TV. unless you do YouTube Red their private service which has um uh, cobra kai Kai, which is absolutely fantastic
0: but um
1: nice segue we can actually go into another series that's actually coming out on youtube red we're Uh, talking about the
0: one with tom Felton.
1: tom Felton. you saw that called origin
0: uh is it feldman or felton felton yeah i'm fucking it up i I know i got it right i got it right
1: yes you did and so did i for a change um actually you know him from harry potter fame and also he did an entire season of one of my favorite shows the flash yes the he plays he,
0: julian he, on the flash julian on the flash that's how you know him that's how i know, I know him. him as draco malfoy yes you do but he's doing a pretty good job of outliving the character breaking I, free of the bonds 100 he's, he's actually an, a decent actor him and um oh my god what's his fuck harry daniel potter. radcliffe yeah happy birthday actually, by the way they, daniel radcliffe it was his birthday today. They've done a really good job of escaping their characters. Fantastic.
1: Probably the only two. Name any other child from that thing that you can remember is broken out. Besides those two, I haven't seen Hermione. I mean, yeah, Emma Watson. Or, or Emma Watson. That, that is Hermione. I know, but I can't remember what she's done lately. I haven't seen her in anything. Or She went
0: to Brown and then gave a bunch of speeches at the UN that were probably, uh, let's just say. Here I she am shitting been, on her
1: and she's got a better degree nah, than no, me. No, no,
0: no. She may have been out of her depth.
1: Well, anyway. Any, anyway, he's got a new show. And it's funny we talk about YouTube. And YouTube Reb, their their sp- subscribed uh, channel, uh, which you can also get live TV on now. They put on Cobra Kai, which got such a huge following. It's done so well. Uh, it didn't show up at Comic-Con, but they've already greenlit a second season. But guess what? what? They went out and got uh, Feltman and Felton, sorry, I screwed it up already, Felton. And they've actually come up with a whole series called Origin. It's where he's... Goes into space. A lot of exploration movies and series coming out. A group of strangers struggle for survival aboard a spaceship heading into to a distant planet. Of course, there's creatures involved. And it sounds a lot like the other series by George R.R. R. Martin that's supposed to come out on Netflix called um, uh, Night Flyer. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing about a ship, a haunted ship go- traveling to a faraway planet and a lot of shit goes on Well, YouTube Red they're paying the money. It looks pretty good. I saw the trailer kind of a strange song playing on it. I couldn't really describe it, but I'll give it a go because it's science fiction and it's space exploration. So I'm in right off the bat. So I'll, I'll give it a few episodes, but everybody knows I have a short attention span, so we'll see.
0: I know space is kind of hot right now. It's huge. I've never been I've, never been I've never a I know you space haven't. guy. I, I'm trying to get more into it. I'll see it especially because I'm a big fan of uh, Tom there. I think he's a good actor. I think
1: he's – I'm just surprised just how much I like him. And
0: I think he has good depth. So I'll, I'm interested to see what he can do in a starring role instead of just a character or playing the second beat role. No, they're of- giving
1: him – exactly, because he was an ensemble cast twice now. Still knocked it out of the park, but this time he is getting top billing. So maybe that's why he's decided – because I know for a fact they offered him a second season on The Flash and he turned it down. This is what he turned it down for.
0: I think that's a good idea. Good I for think him. That he should try to take a more prominent position in a series because in Flash, you know, he was very much – like there's a, there's such a giant ensemble in the yes. Flash show that even then he was kind of in the background of that ensemble.
1: Sure, he's got to be in the background of the four four or five main characters, which is definitely true. Which but, speaking of the Flash, though. Oh, you want to you want to jump into the Flash?
0: I want to talk about how uh, Ezra Miller was spotted. At oh
1: my God! Are you doing this? Now? I got to change a my screen. Princess
0: Toad in a Princess what Toad What the fuck costume. is
1: that all about?
0: What are we doing, my man? <sighs>
1: He's my favorite character in all comic books and movies right now. As if as if and Ezra this Miller, guy has to shit on it at every turn. Ezra Miller.
0: Ezra Miller wasn't memed enough after that ski run in Justice League. Now it's it's very interesting because he's caught in a lot of flack. I think some of it is warranted because. It was an interesting take on The Flash. Why? But I also think that some of it isn't unworth it. I think it's a very – it's very easy to point at his character and say I don't like it because he was supposed to do the comedic relief and all of his jokes were so on the fucking nose that during the whole movie you're just like, oh, that's not funny. Yeah, but they didn't have to
1: do that. The Flash isn't supposed to be somebody whose character is, is comedy relief. Just in my opinion, I mean we both know that uh, his movie has been canceled three different times to be honest with you. it just can't get it off the ground. Yeah, didn't
0: they have four different directors? Four different
1: directors, three different storylines and the only movie he ever got made was BBS. Why? You know what I'm saying? And then they have a flash out there. It's still in my opinion the best guy for the role. I thought it would have been really cool if they crossed him over from the TV to the movies. What the fuck do I know? Grant Gustafson, he could Gustin? have Gustin? Gustin, sorry. I, I'm stuck on the fighter. Yeah, we were, Gustin, we were just
0: talking MMA earlier. MMA
1: earlier. But Grant Gustin, he he should have been the guy playing the part. I just take him more seriously. I don't know why. I'm I'm one of those weird guys that like that, that whole show.
0: Maybe when the Ezra Miller standalone movie does get made, he'll win you back.
1: Hopefully. He's, he'll win you over. Uh, something.
0: I mean, I already like
1: the character, so... I mean, all he has to do is just not fuck it up.
0: That's it, dude. Uh, let's but, but, talk about that really quick, though. Because with Comic Con, it reminds me, dude, all you have to do to make comic book fans happy is show is, up. It's not fuck up the character I know. too well, much.
1: Guess what? He, he, just he don't represents. Fuck it up. He's never been any other character in the history of Comic Con except what? The Flash. Mm-hmm. So, what does he show up with a fucking mushroom hat on? What the fuck? I think it's like one of the garter straps,
0: Mario. Who
1: cares? (laughs) Who cares? Why? (laughs) Why? So it's just very sad. So very sad. (laughs) It is. It's just very sad to me. But there is a silver lining. Yes. What's the silver lining? Season five trailer drop for The Flash on the CW. I'm telling you, man. Instant fucking boner time. It was just awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the show. Huge fan. Uh, season five, they'll actually come up against a super villain. And uh, in the season, everybody knows at the end of the last season, his daughter did come back out of time travel to save his life, destroying the satellite as it came down. Um, they have cast Chris Klein from. Um, What's that movie? Where he, he, Apple Pie, American Pie. He was the tall guy who was having phone sex with the chick all the time. One of, one of the four friends from American Pie. He, Chris
0: Klein, was he the jock?
1: Yes, he was the tall jock. Oh. He's going to play the supervillain for season five uh, called Kakeda. C I C cicada cicada is that how you say it? Thank I think you so. very much. Thank you for playing, man. Cicada. cicada, no, like
0: cicada, like cicada. the, like the bug.
1: Right. So if you
0: if you do go to our
1: Instagram, there is a picture of the comic book based character there, which is actually pretty good. The trailer actually has him. In his shroud with his weapon and everything in it. It, 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 what they've actually done is a few people have left the cast. They've actually pared it down because this, the ratings were down a little this past year because, to be honest with you, it wasn't their best work.
0: I've it wasn't watched their best work, but I feel like they've – every CW reaches a it point. It does. Reaches a point. Great point. Which Go is ahead. like a melodrama peak. Yes. Where after it, it just gets a little nonsensical and it's so convoluted and yes. dramatic. Where the Arrow it kind of had that, where there were so many love triangles and, yes. and spurned people and everyone had a bow and arrow. So, like, yes. after, like, three seasons, you're like, what the fuck is What's going, going on? on? But
1: but even the Arrow seems to, like, found its way the past it, two it, seasons. Yeah,
0: it's found its way back, and we can talk about that after The Flash. Okay. But a Flash, I feel like, is one of those shows of the CW that has one of the smallest falls after its crest. Yes. Where even though this season was seen as a plateau for most and even a slight decline, I feel like they still kept up like my interest at least.
1: Yeah, and I
0: still watched the show and was like, "Oh shit, this is it's they, entertaining." They it's p- no season one or two. No,
1: or even three. One, two, and three were fantastic. C-
0: the CW does such a good job in those first yes. three, and like every show they have, the yeah, Supernatural that's true. even, which isn't even a comic book show, had a two season low. Like you, that's true, and. What I'm seeing from The Flash, especially in their most recent trailer, I think it's – they're going to come right back in full force.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fantastic.
0: And with such – how they've done such interesting takes on different uh, villains and what they're able to do on a a movie. Like I think I feel like some of the stuff they've done in the shows, the CW shows are better than some of the stuff they've done in the movies. Yes. With a cheaper – way cheaper budget.
1: Yeah, and cheaper effects, cheaper budget. Limited storylines, limited amount of characters, and they seem to pull off uh, what I think sometimes is a better storyline.
0: I mean, I think that uh, we – in my opinion, The Flash has had pretty much a rough – a really good high watermark that they've held pretty pretty steadily for five seasons or now this is the upcoming this fifth is the
1: season. Yeah, this is the fifth. The fourth was a little bit of low. There were maybe six or seven good episodes this time. Not really good. But
0: great. I think they've done a pretty good job. They Whereas have. The Arrow, you have these giant climaxes where it was the yeah. first two seasons are some of the best TV you'll see. Ever, ever, ever. And then the third, like...
1: Yeah, That's one nice. where
0: you where you have a lot of variants.
1: Yeah, there's too many characters. Like you said, everybody had a bow. Come the third, <laughs> the fourth, and a little fuck, bit in the fifth the, season, they gave like the, the sister, her the boyfriend, black guy, the black guy. Everybody, a had, I was like, wait, uh, yeah, because the
0: whole thing that distinguishes the Green Arrow from everyone else, from yeah. S- from Speedy, from all that, was that he is the best. At using the bow, yeah. So then you have like the chick taking the bow from him, shooting shots. I'm like, this is fucking. it,
1: was just not good.
0: But I just saw the trailer for Arrow that and they released at Comic Con. Looks fantastic. And holy shit, here's
1: it really, my thing really does.
0: if they ever do the green arrow in the DCEU, get that guy. Yeah, they should. What's his name? Uh, is it? Colin Quinn, I'm probably – it's not right.
1: Probably. No, Stephen Armel.
0: <laughs> not even close. Yeah. But, dude, he's so Amel, good. I'm sorry, not R. He is so good at yes. that character.
1: He is – it's, again, like we you say Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans is Captain America. For me, The Flash will be Grant Gustin and, of course, Stephen Armel will always be the Green Arrow.
0: Yeah, and that's what the creators of the show were talking about back when the CD, the idea of a CW breaking out with superhero shows was such a far-fetched concept I know. to us. We they had like, no idea it was going to be bullshit. this big. Yeah. They found uh, Stephen Amell and they were like, this guy is Green Arrow. Trust me. Yeah. And they had that show, and then people were finally crazy enough to greenlight a flash show, which, on the outset, seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Because in the eighties, that show bombed. It did horrible. It was atrocious, and it if was. you ever watched the fucking it's show, unwatchable. Dude, I saw meme clips from the show, yeah, and even those were unwatchable. Yeah, it's unwatchable. Making clips, making fun of it are unwatchable. Yeah. But and uh, that's always been the story about DC characters: amazing in the comics, difficult to adapt.
1: But they but seem to have done a good job. I, like I said, um, so everybody knows at the end of the last season, uh, the Green Arrow ends up in jail, which is going to be his biggest challenge yet. Great storyline. It looks really good to me so far. That will be premiering around the 15th of October. The Flash, I believe, is the 9th. And then, uh, then that will take us over. I'm trying to find Cameron's favorite show. My favorite show? Uh, I'm the interested. R- Riverdale.
0: Riverdale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Riverdale shit. actually dropped a new trailer also.
0: Here's what I'll say about Riverdale. Um, it's It's one of the most interesting shows because the CW has this way of writing – that makes you give a shit about stuff that shouldn't matter and is Sh- so preposterous. Shouldn't
1: matter. shouldn't matter at all. So
0: when Cole Sprouse, who's playing out the fucking Archie comics, is creating a vigilante group in his apartment trying to hunt a serial killer, you actually give a shit? You're like, wait. I have are-
1: no idea what you speak of, but yeah. keep going.
0: These kids in the in the second season, these kids are in high school I know. and he creates a vigilante group hunting down a serial killer out of his apartment, I don't know. out of his house. And I'm like, wait a second. You guys are 16. Yeah. It, it And... They've done such a good job with that show, I think, even though a lot of fans have been like, oh my God, the twist with the killer, finding out who it actually was, was bullshit. They didn't like it. Right. I would say, uh, from what I saw of the trailer, I actually think it's going to be a pretty interesting season coming
1: Yeah, out. so they bring Penelope M. Miller in, previous SAG award, nominated for an Oscar to actually be a prosecutor, the next villain on the show, to actually try to put Archie yeah. In jail for murder. That's the whole punchline. That's, that's going to be saying. the story. And that's the way it's going to be for the next season. And that, it looks like it's going to premiere the 10th. So, yeah, I guess you have The Flash, uh, Riverdale, and The Arrow all premiering that week, which will be a big week of television. Which is for when? Everybody. October 10th, 9th, 10th, and 15th. It's going to be uh, a week just to stay on the couch and see what's playing.
0: I was going to say, I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah, it's How, it's how sad bad. is it that... Uh, D- just dc ran away with comic-con they did and and, and, and i feel like just we, we, we said we said that like fuck dude marvel can do whatever they want but after seeing this comic-con it, it kind of feels like they should have shown up
1: they should have done something but they didn't do anything and that's basically what you <coughs> excuse me have to say that they should have done something and they didn't do anything they really really didn't on a side note that i thought was a little funny Funny, sad because uh, Ryan Reynolds said that he wanted to originally play Wally West
0: as the Flash, as yeah. the
1: Flash, Kid Flash, and it's kind of distressing to me. I could actually see him in the role. Just seeing him as Deadpool, he could have probably killed it. But uh, we're not going to say anything. We're just going to let that roll. It's one of the sideline stories because, like I said, everything's airing. And the reason I'm talking about that also is Deadpool is coming. Deadpool Two is coming out on Blu-ray. So everybody knows just how much Ryan Reynolds hates Fox. Yeah. The makers, uh, the owners, they wouldn't give him any money for the first one basically. Then he had to renegotiate, get everybody fired. The crazier story,
0: before they even gave him no money, let's talk about how the film got made. Yeah, He made test footage that the Fox executives hated. Hated. They thought it was complete shit. So then he leaks the test footage. Which is, was an animation. Right. And fans love it. That's how the movie gets green and, and
1: it got over a million views on YouTube or something, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Went viral.
1: And, and he couldn't get the fucking movie made. So he fucking hates them. They get sold basically all Fox stuff is now being sold to Disney. So what does he do? He puts out flyers that Deadpool 2 is coming to Blu-ray. But they're not the traditional flyers. You know what kind of flyers they are, folks? What? They're the toilet covers. Jesus so, what Christ. he did is he had his guys go into all the bathrooms and all the Comic Con. And you know those nice little covers you put down on a toilet seat before you sit down and take a dump? Yeah. They all had Deadpool's face on it. Said, now coming to Blu ray. Uh, so you'd sit on his face. So you'd sit on his face. <laughs> Unbelievable. The guy just uh, never stops. Self marketing. He deserves every dollar Wait, he's it's making. It's so
0: weird because, like, Ryan Reynolds doesn't look like a guy who would read comic books. But then he actually talks about, like, wanting to, wanting to be certain characters and, like, he actually, like, he knows more about Deadpool comics than I do.
1: Yeah. He researched it. it was, but the, it was but the shitty part was, was, again, that, that they wouldn't give him any fucking money. So his final slap in her face was is, this is all they could afford was a toilet seat cover.
0: And Deadpool 2 in my opinion, man, that movie it was, was fantastic.
1: Fantastic. If you haven't seen it, you you missed out something great. If it's still in a the theater by you, you need to go fucking watch it. And that's the bottom line because if you're not, you fucked up. Yeah. Plain and simple.
0: I mean, especially with all the other movies coming out around that time with Infinity War and all that, Deadpool 2 is I was saying that after I saw Infinity War, I was like, "Man, I think I had more fun watching Deadpool 2 than watching Infinity War," which sounds crazy because I I loved Infinity War, but well, he just makes fun movies.
1: He does. And, and he always seems to do that. I don't know why. He picks the right character. That He uh, he doesn't play a different character. He plays the same guy. He's always – he plays Deadpool
0: in every movie pretty yes. much. That's Sarcastic. What he, that's what he did before. Fast. Yeah.
1: And, and except for his one slip-up, which he corrects in Deadpool 2.
0: Yeah, fucking Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Dude, I still don't know how that movie got made. It blows my mind that that was the first DCEU film. But you know
1: what? He got one good thing out of it. What? His wife. That is true. Isn't that but how – That's yeah. how he met his wife. Oh, my So he God. never regrets – he even says that in interviews. It's the only thing he never regrets about that movie is that it's become the greatest punchline any actor's ever had. And I met the best person in my life out of it. And he always says that, which is – got to give the guy credit just for saying that.
0: Plus, it was the first time – we never know animated suits don't work until we try them.
1: Yeah, no shit. That's and, what I'm saying. And it was just people might awful. have thought the green
0: screen suit was great, but uh, sadly not. Yeah. Well, just... maybe not. Sadly, I was going to say we got Deadpool out of it. If you would have been great as a Green Lantern, you probably would have just done that shit. I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, that takes us over to our next story. JJ Abrams breaking into the spotlight again. Uh, He had a couple things drop on this Comic-Con. The biggest one that everybody's talking about is the J.J. Abrams movie called Overlord. Uh, Overlord makes zombies even more horrifying during this World War II set horror movie. Uh, uh evidently uh, it is about uh, a World War II soldier stuck behind enemy lines and he gets killed and they're using zombie killers. They're injecting with a formula that brings soldiers back to life uh, to kill Nazis. And it's based off of I want to say a graphic novel and there was rumors that there was a video game in production at one time. It didn't do well and J.J. J. J. Abrams bought it. Picked it up and is now turning it into a movie. Uh, there's no drop date, but if you get a chance to see some of the, uh, just some of the the video from it or the actual pictures of the guy's face half blown off, that is then talking uh, and going at it with other people, it's just amazing.
0: It's pretty fucking gruesome, but you know, so many ideas end up like that in developers hell with video games. But I think that's a thing a lot of people don't talk about. They'll talk about how movies can get tied up in production and writing scripts and rewriting scripts and changing things and swapping directors. I think even more so, you find so many ideas, especially when it comes to video games, getting stuck in developer hell. Where it'll move from studios and the studio that's making it will run out of money. Right. And they'll try to sell the art. He never runs out of cash though. And the problem that I don't think movies have that video games do is once you start a certain build of a video game – with a certain set of graphics, there is now a timestamp. You gotta get that game out as fast as possible. Right. Because if you don't, the graphics are gonna suck. That's true, they get dated. Infamous Duke Nukem, the reboot game. Yeah. Duke Nukem's new game came out, and it had been, it had been in development for 10 years. Really? So that by the time it it was stuck in developer's hell, had to switch studios I think twice, changed um, creative directors twice.
1: I had no idea. So by the time – That much shit
0: went through? By the time it came out, its graphics were like from the early 2000s and it came out in like 2010. So it was super crazy. Everyone was like, what the fuck? This looks like a game from 10 years ago. It's because it was. Yeah. And I feel like whereas movies, you can be like, all right, we'll swap this footage out. Like, they can bring back in Henry Cavill while he has a mustache and film scenes. Oh, my God. That's too funny. You can fucking swap people in and out. Where uh, It doesn't work. I mean, look at what happened with Heath Ledger. He died during the filming of – what's that latest movie? Imaginarium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking Imaginarium. Yeah. And they finished it. They finished the movie. And he had only filmed like like, – I think it was like – 30 minutes or 40 minutes of the film he had filmed. Yeah. And then he and died.
1: What they did is they brought in f- three or four different actors and each time he went into a different time per- period or a different uh, – Into the other
0: realm, into realm, the imaginary.
1: They changed the the actual main actor because he and was – And it was so real. fucking
0: good. I actually think Worked. the movie was better for it because it – like when you switch into the imaginarium and it, he becomes Jude Law, it's like what?
1: Yeah, what's going on? And then on? Johnny Depp, what? Well, and then not only did he have this movie, Overlord, he turns around and he drops Castle Rock.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Castle They put Rock.
1: out the extended version, the extended trailer. It looks fantastic. Stephen King, which everybody's buying every piece of paper he ever, as, has ever written, and they're making a story, a TV show, or a movie about. Uh, the. This is the mythological town uh, in uh, – In Massachusetts, uh, Castle Rock, where everything in his whole spectrum, his whole universe of uh, writing—from Shawshank Redemption to Cujo to everything you can imagine—is going to be in this one series. It's going to be on Hulu. It drops very soon this this week, actually, uh, July twenty fifth. It's ten episodes.
0: are they doing a Netflix style all at once?
1: Uh, rumor is it will be dropped all at once. But Hulu has done in the past where they said everything was going to be dropped at once and they've done it one in a week. The so. episodic
0: shit kills it for me, man.
1: We'll see what happens. Because
0: I'm a guy – I loved it. Like there's no way I would have watched uh, – what is it called? Power Man? Oh, Luke yeah. Cage. There's no way I would have watched Luke Cage season one had I not been able to binge
1: Are Oh, you were it. talking about Future Man?
0: No, I was talking about Luke Cage. Uh, oh, Luke Cage, yeah. Yeah, eh,
1: Luke Cage is not that great for me. I, I keep trying That's to watch it. That's what I'm saying. It, the only time I, I would can't watch make it, it is it. if I would binge it. I can't. I don't know why. I just can't. I, I've tried multiple times to get through a, I, into I that show. A, I have a and I just
0: as, as to why you can't. Why? It's bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've turned it on three different times trying to get through episode one, and it's just so deliberate. It's so it's it doesn't Obvious. feel natural. It There's
0: no twists and turns. Every, like, I guess I was like, okay, this is probably going to happen. And then I'd watch the next episode and be like, oh, I'm right.
1: I liked him better when he was on the series with Jessica Jones. You know what
0: show my opinion has turned on, though? What? Iron Fist. I like Iron Fist. I was rewatching the first okay. season. I was, oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I can't
1: even believe you just literally said that. I really was
0: rewatching the first season and I'm like, you know what, dude? This isn't that bad.
1: Well, that's just a shit show. <laughs>
0: But I think I Castle- can't even
1: imagine you would put that out. <laughs> I'm just—it's uh, unbelievable to me.
0: I think Castle Rock, though, has a has a very interesting premise. Uh, Stephen King—I've not always been a huge fan of his adaptations. I didn't even know he did Shawshank until uh, like six months ago when we first talked about yeah. the Castle Rock show. And then you guys laid it on me, and I was like, "Wait a second, what?" But there were some of his movies that just did not translate well. Pet Cemetery was really weird and hokey. Um, But I think Castle Rock gives them an opportunity to take different takes. I want to see different takes on everything. I don't want to see people do things the exact same way, play out the exact same stories just done on a smaller scale in TV. Um, And hopefully that's what they do. Hopefully they show us that they can take his stories, put a spin on them, and release them in a new, interesting way.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see um and see if it can be done well i mean mark Benarden actually wrote some episodes he's from fat man on batman he's got some other stuff going on too um i'm all up for the horror so anytime you're going to tell me there's going to be more horror in it i'm going to be in so uh that takes us next over to uh something else that dropped just dropped right before or i guess the week of was Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse Productions, horror movie mecca, uh, just dropped what's going to be a new. Why did I screw that Horror up? Horror
0: movie mecca. Yes, <laughs> I
1: mean, that's he is the man. He's, he does it all the time. This will be the series called Sacred Lives. Uh, it's an upcoming drama that will be uh, placed as a television show. It comes off a, hayden, a, hand, a a Handless Maiden by Grimm Brothers Tale where our little girl goes into the woods with 100 people. Uh, and then the cops show up. The village is burnt down. There's only two survivors. She's one of them. You've seen the trailer. If you haven't seen it, look on our, our inst- uh, on our Twitter feed. The cop and "Put your hands up!" She puts her hands up, and both hands are cut off. Uh, Jason. Is- oh fuck! Yeah, he, Jason. I Moon- remember this now. Yeah. This was.
0: Uh, oh my god, this was so crazy. Disturbing. Disturbing. Uh, it's very interesting, and it plays on a lot of the aspects of like, oh, what happened to this town? Yeah. And it also plays on the grim story of a woman with bold hands. Like when you told me that the protagonist yeah. had ants cut off both was like, her hands cut off, I was like, what the
1: fuck? Uh, the running time will be 30 minutes an episode but here's the interesting part uh, facebook has been trying to get into the same area as YouTube with their own streaming channel uh, so bloomhouse has agreed to put on the episodes they'll be launching on facebook so they'll be free to everybody and they'll be on Facebook uh, i'm looking for the a release date of also this coming week july 27th so my thing is give it a give it a watch the trailer and go give it a look-see it's free Everybody yeah. has Facebook.
0: When I watched the trailer, I got massive Roanoke vibes. Yes. Roanoke, the the mythical town in mm-hmm. North Carolina yep. where it's, it's off the coast and there was a group of settlers there and they all vanished. And it was kind of – it kind of had that vibe of like, oh, we need to find out what happened here. A lot of unanswered questions, yep. a lot of intrigue. And I think that could make for a really good drama. I think that it's interesting for Blumhouse to do that. Because they usually just specialize in thrillers and horrors, although he's done some action stuff. But I think this is uh, this is interesting. It's it'll, interesting.
1: It'll be interesting to see another story I just broke too. I found it kind of funny. Uh, There was a missing manuscript by Stanley Kubrick. If you don't know who Stanley Kubrick is, he's the great director who came up with a lot of different movies that we – The Shining. The Shining, Eyes Wide Shut, Full Metal Jacket, The Shining. He did Eyes Wide Shut. Yep. Clockwork Orange, Space Odyssey of 2001 and just one more, Doctor Strange, Spartacus just to name a few.
0: Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange Love? Doctor Strange Love. I
1: apologize. Um, I was going
0: to say Benedict Cumberbatch?
1: <laughs> no. So evidently, uh he had a manuscript that uh a lot of people had talked about that he'd been trying to put out for years. He had written it himself. Uh, And it was lost. Evidently, there's a film professor who claims he has found it, had it verified and it is Stanley Kubrick's last known script and there's enough pages for him to put it into print and actually make the movie. So a lot of people in Hollywood are skeptical. Some people are saying – uh, huge fans like Christopher Nolan and a few other act, uh, directors want to get their hands on this to try to turn it into a novel. Here's the problem. Um,
0: <laughs> a novel or a script? Uh, scr- uh, turn
1: it into a movie. Take take it and turn it into. It is based off a novel. But uh, it, it's just really bizarre to me. Um, uh, a, a suave and predatory man befriends a boy to help him seduce – the child's married mother—that's what this is about. How do you get this movie made in Hollywood today? So wait, it's about
0: yeah. a suave man,
1: right, at a resort,
0: working with a boy who 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 befriends a boy. So is the boy helping
1: him seduce his mother? He's trying to get he. In other words, he becomes friends with the boy. Yes, and then tries to get him to help him. Have sex and seduce that little boy's mother, who is currently married. It's lit.
0: That's it. That's it. <laughs> you, you would get ten. that made? Yikes, uh, dude. That's a, that's a hard sell. That's a hard sell in Hollywood. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of incest vibes. There. Yeah. I mean, first of all, how does a suave
1: guy at a resort befriend a, a, boy. a boy? That's a no-no. That's yeah, a flag. Flag in a play. And then he turns around and he has to use the boy, seduce his mother... Mm, Second flag, (laughs) and then strike three, rounding, rounding right home plate. Uh, she's married.
0: Got him. Well, if it's like a dicky stepdad thing, that I could kind of see like it being like a romantic. That's a hard sell. Like a romantic comedy.
1: That could be a comedy? No,
0: no. Yeah, there have been romantic comedies where it's... That's just a tragic fucking tale. What do you mean?
1: That's a tragic tale. There have
0: been plenty of romantic comedies where it's... Dude. Dude, let me paint the picture, dude. You can try. Okay. So, sometimes in these romantic comedies, (laughs) uh, there'll be a man, like a mentor role, right? He's like a soccer coach. And he helps the son... You just went off the tracks again. No, you gotta let me finish, dude. So, he's like a soccer coach. Let's say he's like a widower. Right? To wow. kind of endear you to his character. Then you have the mom who's married to like this dicky stepdad. And the kid gets together with the guy to break up the mom and get him with him. Now, if it's a drama or like a dark movie, that's a hard sell. It's, it's gonna be, a hard sell. There are going to be a lot of uh, dangerous vibes you have to deal with in that type of movie. Well, the Kubrick on the whole was a very controversial character. Yeah,
1: Clockwork Orange, everything
0: else. No, a lot of people talked about not only his filmmaking but his personal life. They, there were a lot of accusations flying around him, odd behaviors. and um, But I think that on the whole, you're going to have that with a lot of artists. It's,
1: uh, it's just a hard sell. I don't know how you can get that movie made today. People are enthused that the, he had found it, but it's not like – we're talking a drastic rewrite, folks. I just don't know how you can ever get that film made. I just thought it was interesting that they had found a script – Everybody was jumping up and down and then they actually opened page one <laughs> you know, with the outline. And everybody goes, oh, uh, well, wait a minute there. Well, if anyone could do it, it's Nolan. If anybody can. Everybody knows he's a huge fan I of I think Christi- Nolan is it, the it is greatest
0: American of... director alive right now. It's hard to argue. I mean, who else are we talking about? We're talking about Abrams, Tarantino. Are the only ones up there with him? Mm, Tarantino might be past the peak. I think he is. I think he's cresting. Uh, and
1: and that's hard for me to say because I'm a huge Tarantino fan, but he might actually be past his peak.
0: I mean, he has so many countless amazing moments, though. He still has to be considered one of the greatest living. Yes. Oh, I, I'm not debating that. But, but in his prime, I think no, no one's still in his prime. N- no one's still in his prime. I mean, fucking his last movie, movie with was with Dunkirk. Dunkirk, Dunkirk was phenomenal. I
1: know, and I watched that movie, and I did a report in high school, and I'm like... It was the worst report in history because it's, it's a story about about what – what is it? 100,000 troops stuck on a beach on on France and they got a bunch of fishing boats taken back across the ocean. Literally border.
0: the story about how we didn't lose the war. That's
1: it. And and you're thinking to yourself, that's not a fucking movie. And I watched that goddamn movie twice
0: and it made money. It made a lot of freaking money. Tom – Tom uh, fucking, oh my God, what's his name? Oh no, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Tom Hardy's character. Oh. Oh, you beat How me do your you name? sell that? How yep. do you sell that? We're going to have one of the most famous and best actors in Hollywood. Have a total of like six lines.
1: Talking to a mask like this the entire time and you won't even know who he is.
0: Well, no one's made who him do that him? in the past. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say.
1: I, I am such an idiot. You're right. But
0: Tom Hardy had one of the best storylines in that whole. When he's fucking, With the fighter pilot, yeah. when he lights his plane on fire yeah. at the end of it, dude. oh,
1: he's standing there for the germs coming. He doesn't want to be taken. Nothing. It's a great movie.
0: It is. It's just so fucking good. It is. And then you have to keep in mind that this guy has done Inception, Interstellar, like Nolan. I think he could make even Interstellar is is. I can't describe that
1: movie to you, especially the end. But I've watched that movie at least four times because it's an experience. I think that movie actually got Matthew McConaughey his his career back at
0: some point. Well, that Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective. Yeah, he didn't need
1: help. I'm wrong. I
0: was going to say, he, he had already yeah, established Matthew, himself as one of the best. And Wolf but of that, Wall Street
1: with that whole uh, – Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stealing the movie in yeah. one, but I was, one take.
0: But I will say Interstellar was kind of just a showing off of his talents. Yeah. Because that scene, dude, you're telling me when they get from back from the water planet and he's sitting up there watching the vlogs, like the videos for the yeah. video logs from his children sent to him.
1: Oh, that's some tragic shit. Yeah.
0: When it was only a day for him, but his children, you could Where only you, see Dad? them, they Where gave up on him Yeah, and they think the mission is a wash. You said you would been, dude. Yeah, you you'd be back. Dude. Yeah. When the daughter's crying and she's like, you said you'd come home. You and me. he's just sitting there and he just starts crying in the spaceship. Dude And then Ann Hathaway is
1: apologizing to If him.
0: you feel no so emotion sorry. I'm sorry if you feel no emotion during that scene, you're a fucking yeah. robot.
1: And then and then here's the punchline. Matt Damon's the villain. Dude, that was the craziest How do you twist. Do that.
0: That was the crazy. And plus, he wasn't even marketed as being in the movie. No, you had no idea until he fucking rolled it back. And Man. that's the that's the guy Anne Hathaway was in love with. Somehow, I know this is gonna come out like ten years later. There's a literal video, a Snapchat video of me walking out of Interstellar. And just my my oh. mind is fucking blown yeah. by the movie. It's a good movie. My friends videotaped it because I was just incredulous. I was like, "Wait, so you're telling me I'm sitting through? I'm two hours into a movie and I know where Matt Damon just shows up? Yeah, out of nowhere, just pops up, and he's one of the main characters.
1: And he tries to kill the other main character.
0: I mean, spoiler alert, but
1: Pff, fuck, you I haven't seen it by now.
0: It's gonna say. Well, then fuck you really you, don't give you, a shit. Yeah, what have you been waiting for? You don't give a shit. Then. I'm not gonna yeah. do a
1: Kevin Smith. Fuck you. Go see that movie, you worthless bastards. Anyway, so we'll jump into, yikes! <laughs> yikes I'm sorry. We'll jump into Mister Glass, Glass, the movie by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Holy fuck, I dude, I'm gonna it, I'm make sorry. a
0: supercut of the names during this episode. Oh, <laughs>
1: <man>. Shyamalama.
0: <laughs> Shyamalama. Shalom. <laughs> anyway, dude, you saw, are you are you prepping for your bar mitzvah? Oh, Shalom. Here, here we go. Anyway, but
1: following uh, the glass. Compu- Glass, following the conclusion of Split, Glass, find, Glass finds Dunn pursuing crumbs of superhuman figures of the beast in the series of the escalating encounters while a shadowy presence of the Price emerges as the orchestra who holds what? secrets. Okay, stop, from- stop.
0: I, 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 you've already lost me. I have. And, and if you've lost me, you've definitely lost it. Right, it's very
1: simple. The trailer opens with Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, the actual split 24 personality guy, McAvoy. McAvoy sitting in the center and Bruce Willis, Mr. Justice, unbreakable himself sitting across from a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist says to them, I am studying a new field, a new field of psychological disorders where I try to help people who believe they're superheroes. And it just goes from there. And they give you a little light about each one, and I'm fucking in.
0: Yeah, I was watching it, and I personally, I've seen Unbreakable once. I haven't seen Split. You had
1: no idea who I was talking
0: about. Oh no! And just watching the trailer, I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna be good. Uh,
1: Unbreakable is probably his one of his best movies of all time. Bruce Willis still remembered how to act, and of course, it's got fuck. Well, it's true. I'm sorry, I screwed up the introduction. But Bruce Willis, he remembers how to act in this movie, Unbreakable. Sam Jackson, off the fucking hook. The son, uh, what's-her-name from House of Cards? Robin Wright Penn is actually the wife in it. Uh, And Unbreakable is just Fantastic. Not a wasted minute, not a wasted storyline, not a wasted segment or a scene. It's just that well done. So then what happens? Uh, you, you watch that one, and then you turn around and you go to Split. A story about a person with split multiple personality disorder, 24 personalities, where he abducts three girls. I think it's three, I believe it's three girls. Um, and he goes through his multiple personalities, seeing his psychiatrist. I'll stop yeah, there because Cameron's waving. i was me like, off.
0: wait, dude, because I'm about I'm to about watch to this today.
1: Yeah. You got to watch it today, uh, folks. If you have not seen either of those movies, go see those movies. Prep you for this one because M Night
0: Shyamalan looks like he might be returning to form.
1: Hell yeah, he he returned to form with Split.
0: I'm you think right. so?
1: Absolutely. Because you got to remember, they gave him too much money and too much control. And that always happens. When you that get
0: Avatar, f- Airbender movie <sighs> sucked so much. Cop. What a cry I remember shit. sitting in the theater going, but crap. "Oh no!" Yeah. Well, first of all, the animated series was too good. You know, yeah. you already know that's going to be a problem when they have really good animated original IP, and then you try to translate that it into translate. a live action movie. And the kid actor
1: wasn't great. Uh, nothing was oh. really good. No. He
0: looked like a girl. I was like, wait, and he's a little work. boy.
1: Yeah, it didn't work. Good uh, but if you get a chance to see this, uh, then the
0: Fire Nation attacked.
1: Anyway, we'll get back into something that's good. Watch Unbreakable, fantastic movie. Watch Split. Another fantastic movie. They drew him and pushed him together. uh, I guess in the Glassverse, they're calling it the Glass movie, but it's really in the Glassverse where Mr. Glass oversees the entire universe uh, and he's a brilliant villain. Uh, Coming out July of 20 – not July, I apologize. January of 2019. Uh, all three actors are reprising their roles, and they're fantastic.
0: James McAvoy looks fucking juiced up in this Man, one. Man, he's I don't been know. working out. He's, huh? a, he's an incredible actor. He really is. From Wanted and all the other roles. Um, Wanted, Professor, Professor X, and fucking X Men First Class. X Men First Class is probably my favorite X Men movie. He
1: does a very good job. I'm sorry. He he. It's just a really really good movie. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, I guess we'll jump into – we'll stay on the same thing with uh, movies. Do you want to do one more? Uh, one more. Yeah. You're waving me off. I got so much shit to get Yeah, through.
0: we'll break it into two.
1: Two. We might, be, we might be doing a Comic-Con week here just to get all the information out because we just have a ton of stuff to go over. We'll do one more. We'll talk about the Harry Potter spinoff. Known as the Fantastic oh, Beasts.
0: I saw the trailer for this. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. It's coming out again. The next cr- the next movie in the, uh, what is it called? The Fantastic Beasts storyline. Fantastic
1: storyline. Story
0: uh, I think it's really interesting. I think that this is a really cool take for me because um, I love America. You love <laughs> America? <laughs> and what does that have to do with shit? And the first movie was set in America. It was yes. about uh, the, and it brought up the American school for wizardry. Because- uh, all those Harry Potter fans had such superiority. Oh, Hogwarts is the best. Go head to Edinburgh and go to Hogwarts and study wizardry. We have a good school too, bitch. Yeah, but uh, I mean that was a really good movie. It killed it. Uh, uh, oh, Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. Oh, it was super cool.
1: You have Eddie, Colin Farrell in that bitch. Eddie Red- Redmain. He's the guy that played um – Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, he's back. I can't Ka-
0: feel my legs.
1: Catherine. Wow. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, oh. Ca- Catherine w- Waterston's back. Dan Fogler's back.
0: Dan Fogler. I. He. He was in one of my favorite movies of all time. Can you guess it? favorite movie i don't know balls of fury oh that was a the great best movie. Ping pong movie ever well, the, created it's the
1: only ping pong movie ever created but no no it's, it's a fantastic one. it's a fantastic satire it's an
0: amazing pairing i have two ping pong movies that are so good you got balls of fury which is the pinnacle it is the, the holy grail of ping no pong it is movies, really good and then you have ping pong playa which is uh, it's not as good. It's more of a discount version, but it's still a very good ping-pong movie. Regardless, Fantastic Beasts I think is yeah. it's taking the series to a new level. It's coming out on its own because it felt like in the first movie they're still trying to escape the shadow of yes. Harry Potter because it left such a massive shadow. When you have eight movies that are all blockbusters,
1: yeah, uh, billion each almost. It's kind of
0: hard to get away from like oh, comparing this directly to Harry Potter. You can't.
1: They they put all, all new characters.
0: All new actors,
1: some of the same characters, uh, more of a prequel kind of thing. Uh, You get to see some of the origins of the teachers or where they're coming from. This will drop uh, in November of this year. November 16th, 2018 is the expected release. It's the, like Cameron said, the second installment yeah trail looks great johnny depp is in this one also from what i understand
0: oh my god i fucking heard about yeah he made an appearance
1: at comic-con i guess he's running out of money
0: (laughs) yeah did we uh, there was also this other thing apparently amber heard was heading there for the aquaman press yes and he left as soon as he heard she was on her way as soon as she was was almost there he left apparently they were did
1: he have no choice
0: that's his ex
1: no i meant restraining her
0: Oh, maybe you must stay five thousand feet away. He oh. gets kicked off the stage. Yeah, I I could see that. That's possible.
1: I don't know, man. It's just unbelievable. Did
0: you see him? He was in his full gear. Full gear, gear and blonde garb, hair, dyed blonde hair. I thought he was at a performance for his fucking I, band. I, t- I
1: think it was a wig, Because you, you saw that band, band, band. You saw that band video, that band picture of him with a bald head. Yeah. So I think he's wigging it right now. So. Dude,
0: it's going hard in the paint. It's sad. Well, anyway, I I guess we'll wrap it up. Those are what we're into so far. I'm excited to hit up more Comic-Con topics and episodes to come later in the week. Let us know if you're loving the Comic-Con coverage. Hit us down in the comments below. I usually love doing these episodes. I remember you guys can follow us back to some of our first podcasts. Yeah. I think episode two is when we talked about last year's Comic-Con. Yes, I
1: think you're right. That's where we were going deep on uh, uh, DC Universe. That was back when we
0: were positing, oh my god, Justice League is going to be so good. Yeah,
1: and it was a shit show.
0: My naivete. Yep. But, um, yeah, guys, remember, we are now on almost every streaming platform known to man soon. iTunes,
1: Spotify, Stitcher,
0: Stitcher Podbean. Pod yes, I almost said everything. Spotify again. No, it's okay. Dude, yeah, I was going to say, but uh, remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's For where you can see us. So Feel free to leave a comment. We interact with almost everyone who leaves a comment, lets us know their thoughts. Um, this has been another amazing episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. I had a lot of fun. Did you? Hopefully. What are you looking forward to the most in the next episode to talk about?
1: Next episode, we're going to talk about uh, The Mayans. That's a spinoff from Sons of Anarchy. We're also going to talk about John Wick 3 under production. We're going to talk about Hurt, the new horror movie also by Bloom. We're going to talk about Halloween, also a new horror movie. And that's how we're going to round it out, folks. We'll leave a few free to just think about it
0: yeah i'm super excited um this has been a great show this is can't sleep Long sleep and we're out
1: please stand by for
0: further details we return you now to your regularly scheduled program